Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewellery. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewellery of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. These marriages are not perfect, but all in all, they seem to work. Marriage is an institution for grown-ups. It's like a love-hate relationship. There are no bosses in a modern marriage. He knows he's lucky to have a wife. Hello, everybody. It's episode 53 of Husband and Wife Sentenced to Life. Simon here. <laughs> Laura here. I'd, I prefer it when you say it. Sunday, 10th of October. And you might be able to hear the aircon blowing away in background there. We're sitting in our living room. And I am in a really bad mood. Um, we went upstairs to record this podcast which it's taken us a week to record over a week and the AC has just blown in the bedroom so we've got no AC in the bedroom tonight which is fantastic because it's 40 degrees outside so it's we're, like sleeping uh, in a Bedouin tent we're going to get the fan on I don't know what we're going to do or I'm so... Just for context, a couple of days ago, the kids' bedroom AC blew. So every time this happens, we have to get somebody out to fix it. It's a pain in the backside. They can't come out today now because it's closing time, so they're coming out tomorrow morning. And the We Will Fix It guys are brilliant. They come regularly, service them. Actually, yeah, big shout out to We Will Fix It. If you're in Dubai, that's who we use. They're always fantastic. And I know they're always fantastic because they must have fixed our air conditioning 70 times in the different houses we've been in. Yeah, it's in. not there, not the fault. It's the no. the old ACs. So, I'm in a really bad mood. 
I've got to leave the house in half an hour. It's quarter to six in the evening now. I've got to leave the house in half an hour to go and fetch Betsy Bell from Performing Arts. So, I'm just not in the mood for this at all. You we just had a big argument upstairs before we even got to the stage of realising the AC were broke about what we should talk about today. We recorded this podcast last week and it was so miserable. I mean, this one already sounds happier yeah, yeah, and I've done yeah. no but moan. Do you think? Yeah. <laughs> so, I'm just on a proper downer. Are we going to just uh, have some fun? I doubt it. You don't want to do any serious bits today, but I feel like we should. Because I feel... No, that's not, I, I said we, I don't want to make them all seem... Because I feel like the last few episodes have been... Well, it's hard being back here. And I think it's... I think it's been a delayed reaction on me. Well, no. I was miserable the minute I got back. I'm finding it really hard. We've had a proper week back doing all the school runs and the work and the lunches and the heat... And I'm just really fed up. I'm really down in dumps. I think the Leo being away thing's hitting me more now. But it's hitting me in a strange way. And it's totally feelings I weren't expecting to feel. It's, yeah, on that, because uh, when, when we were back in the UK, we were talking about this. And I think a lot of the um, focus was on, on me and how I was going to feel as a mum. And... Well, that was the other podcast that didn't get recorded, weren't it? Because we recorded it and you got angry at me for saying that I wouldn't get upset about it when he when we said no, goodbye no, to him. And in the end, I don't think you really did because, as I was trying to explain, it was a mechanical process. No, I think the, the missing him thing. And I think it, you're missing him a lot more than I think you expected to. And I think us as a house in general there there's something missing there, there mm. obviously someone is missing but it feels and I, I'm sure other parents can relate when one of your children is on a sleepover for the night or whatever you have that you you know you have that feeling of oh the house feels so much quieter with just one child not there even if it's the quietest child which Leo is but I think yeah. And it's affected his sisters. They're, they've both seemed not themselves. And I think you and I definitely haven't been ourselves. I think to some degree we've got to say as well, we were away for a month and whilst it wasn't all a holiday, we did some really nice things and we weren't working for a month. And the, we weren't doing school runs for a month. We were seeing new places. We and were we staying got in nice to places. To spend time together, which we've. Yeah, which we like doing. And honestly, since we've been back, we've barely had any time together at all. And when we have had time together, it's so flat and so. We're just so exhausted. And I. Th well, we had, we had an evening on Thursday where. We had nothing planned. We had, there was nothing on. There was no. no no after school clubs. Neither of them were going to friends' houses. Um, you and I didn't have anything on, and we didn't know what to do. We we literally we didn't want to put the TV on, but we didn't want to sit out in the garden because it was too hot. But we didn't. We just couldn't think of what to do 
because it was so strange to actually have some time and mm. um, I'm just really struggling I think I'm, I think I'm depressed I think you are I think we're showing it in different ways I almost feel like during the week we've got so much on we don't have time to think about it but then as soon as you get time to think about it we went to bed twice in the last week at five o'clock in the evening because I just couldn't face I just didn't want to do anything yeah I've had that especially in the daytime when you're at work and Honey and Bets are at school I've had that feeling of I just want to curl up in a ball Mm. and close my eyes and, and try and sleep because if I sleep then I don't have to think Exactly. That's why I listen to podcasts as much as I do at night and in bed and in the morning. And that's why I can watch films. I could put films on now until bedtime. I could probably watch two or three films tonight because it would stop me thinking. And you just think, oh, I just want to watch films. It's not that. It's like the podcast. I just want something to stop me thinking about things. I think... Well, it's, um, it's World Mental Health Day today and... I've also been listening to the podcast that you recommended, not the podcast, the audiobook that you recommended of Bob Mortimer. Mm. And I didn't realise how much he's also suffered from depression and mental health. It's a health. weird one, isn't it? Because I feel like I've had depression on and off all my life. And the last thing I would want on earth is anybody to talk to me about it but I don't think what people realise is even now as I'm saying this and I can laugh and joke and I will laugh and joke over the next 20 minutes I'm screaming inside and every day I sit at work quietly getting on with my work or doing my radio show and making stupid jokes I'm screaming inside do you know what I mean that's how I feel all the time yeah Uh, and at the minute I'm more concerned about you because I know this is a really difficult time for you and I know, you know, and you're being a bit more vocal about it to me. I don't think I am, actually. I think I've, since we've been back, I don't think I've really talked a lot about it at all. I think... No, but you had a wobble yesterday morning and everything you had a wobble about indirectly, you made my fault, even though none of it was. No, I mean, I, I don't think... In how I've been feeling, I, I've not really talked no. to you about it. I've just I, I've just been numb. I've, yeah, and I think I just don't know. I, I feel like there's no point to anything. I feel like I'm going through the motions because I've got to go through motions. I've got to go through motions to put food in the fridge and keep Honey and Betsy Pearl in school and keep petrol in car and keep Leo in university. But I have no idea why I'm doing anything. Hmm. You know what I mean? I genuinely, that's how I feel at the minute. And I think today, like you said, World Mental Health Day, it's a good day to talk about it. And what I don't want off the back of this is a shed load of messages from people because well, it's I fun. just want to tell them to F off. Because I want leaving alone. You do, you do. Uh, but, the, but then the, the other side of things, it's like I was saying it's it's a weird one because this is meant to be our home and in the last week and a half that we've been back I've had say 
two people message me, that's it. And, you know, it's like, I don't know, not who my friends are, but I don't know, I feel like people that I think are my friends, you know, their lives are getting on, going on around me. And, yeah. And, and I feel, I feel out of it. I just don't feel, which makes, because I, th I think Dubai can be a lonely place because most people don't have their families here. They're, you know, but yeah, it's a... I don't know. I mean, the thought of talking to people at the minute makes me want to jump off a building. Genuinely, I could not think of anything worse than feigning my way through any more conversations. Oh, how's your rent? How much school for you? How's the traffic? How bad's the traffic these days? Have you been to Expo? Uh, COVID. But I just cannot be bothered to talk to anybody about this stuff anymore. The same old regurgitated crap that you talk about with these sort of single-serving friends all the time. I just can't be bothered with it. As I said, we recorded a podcast last week. This was not supposed to be the... Oh, it's doing me head in. But I, I feel awful that we've not been putting them out because I know people like them. And I know how much I look forward to podcasts and when they're not there, it gets me back up. But genuinely, there's... It's hard to put a positive spin on stuff. At a minute. You know, and the AC going has just really <laughs> done my head in. Yeah, it's been a heck of a lot of driving this last week. It's been one of them things where you're just getting hit from... I think if life was just going normally, it would have been mega difficult and I'd be depressed. But it's not just been that. Like, the, as I said, the aircon... It's the second aircon that's broke in a week. We had to renew your car that cost £7,000 with new tyres and everything. That was a thing that one minute I didn't know about it. I get the phone call. It's got to be done tomorrow. And then I'm 7000 dirhams worth off. Yeah. Grand and off back home. Literally, I would just... And again, just numb. And that, but that's one of those things as well. You, there's nothing you can do about it. If it needs doing, it needs doing. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm I'm there sending you the text saying, "Are you sure? Are you sure we need to get new tyres?" And it's and you're like, uh, "Yeah, if you want to be safe on the roads." So that's kind of week it's been. Uh, we've talked to Leo a couple of times. He seems to be getting on great. He says, "Do you know what I'm really happy about?" He says he's enjoying the cycling. He did say that, and uh, do you know which? made me both happy and sad at the same time because I think he's enjoying it because it's his time to himself yeah which made me think why is that the bit he's enjoying because I know here when he was here the bit he enjoyed was doing the cooking because that was his time yeah. to shut himself in the kitchen get on with the cooking and he enjoyed that time yeah um so I was surprised he said that he was enjoying it but I am also glad that he's enjoying that yeah. He's still going out a lot. And he dropped a little thing in during our last conversation last night. <laughs> which in a way was... Oh God, I keep... 
I don't want depressing to be the key word through this, but he was talking about his flatmates. He was saying that nobody's doing dishes now and they're all just piling up, which I just did. It just made me go tight inside because <laughs> I like doing dishes. I know, but that's just students. I know it's just students, but it just reminds you that there's just little kids. They're not adults. They can't look after themselves. They'll learn, but they're not doing it at the minute. And they're too busy making uh, <laughs> well charts. He was talking about how this is the bit that got me down. Is he saying about everyone's or whenever anyone's parents come up to visit? And when I heard that, what he said next kind of steered the conversation. But then it replayed in my mind later that night and at work today. And I just thought. Yeah, people's parents will be coming. Every weekend, somebody else's parents will be yeah. there. And we're not. Yeah. And that it just hurt me. He didn't hurt me. It's the thought of not being able to go and see him that hurt me. What he said was, every time somebody's parents come, they've got two charts in the kitchen, <laughs> apparently. A chunder chart, <laughs> which is a tally of who's been sick the most. Yeah. And a shag sheet. Which... Do you know I'm proud of them because they've used is it alliteration? Yeah. They've used alliteration. Yeah. They've done the double double wording, which I'm proud of them. But yeah, shag because we would do that. Me and you like to have little uh, word. I love a chart. I don't know if I'd keep that chart. The chunda chart and shag sheet. Now I said to him, which one? Are, you know, which are you winning any of them? Well, uh, he's got a girlfriend yeah, who he's not seen. Which I didn't think he'd be winning that one. I mean, he'll be wearing an all in that bloody sheet when I, she I visits did, him next week. I did pack in plenty of socks. Yeah. But the Chunda one, I thought he would be top of that. Says he's not been sick while he's been back. He said he's not been sick once. I can't believe that. No. So, yeah, I, I'm, I'm amazed. He said he's, he's like, I've not had hangovers. I've not. Um, I've not been too bad. Yeah, he's been going out a lot. So he, he said um, they, he went to the cinema and they went to a club afterwards, but they, they weren't allowed in the club because one of the people he was with was too drunk. Too so they, far gone. So they got turned away, which he found amusing, I think. But then he got that drunk at an Abbey night the other night. He got walked home. He went back to some girl's house and they well, all walked him home. The girls to, from his course. Yeah, not just but, the girls, boys know, from a flat, to a flat. In the age of chivalry, girls walking you home to make sure you got home safe is a total flip to when I, you know. Which again, made me like, uh, but also happy because I thought... Well, I'd be worried about the girls then getting no, home, No, no, it honest. was lads as well. There was a group of them. But I thought, how like good of them. Because I, I said, did they actually walk you home? He said, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they only live like... I don't know, a five-minute walk away, but it was good that they all walked him home Yeah. so that there was nobody walking on their own, which I think is really sensible. Yeah, so he's doing all right. He says it's starting to... I mean, not quieting down, but they're going out a bit less and people are staying in the rooms a bit more, I think, as the night's drawing down there. Although he says he's still going out in his T-shirt. Yeah. Which is... And he's, he's a Dubai baby where, <laughs> even at this time of year... They used to wear the jumpers to school in car because the AC was too cold. <laughs> yeah. They, they, they had a fire alarm the other day. Yeah. And uh, I think it was about four o'clock in the morning. And he said there was like a mixture of people. There was the, the ones that were just going out 
had got ready to go out for the night at 4am. There were the ones that had brought girls or boys back for the night. You said people were coming out of the rooms putting their knickers on. Yeah, literally. Yeah. 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 So. Uh, Do you remember when that sounded like fun? Because to me, none, none of this anymore. Like, I don't remember ever having my knickers in my hand walking out somewhere. No. Well, you you just not wear them. You'd cut out the middleman, wouldn't We've you? We've told you about this. I am. I don't like going... Uh, Commando. Commando, no. <laughs> yeah, so all seems good there. Um, so it got to Friday. We had a day off on Friday. Saturday we, was going to yeah, be a busy you, day. Yeah, you had to go to Expo. Well, so we, well, we ended up going to Expo. I was supposed to be working down there. I got the chart wrong. And so we ended up going down anyway. Now, this is Expo 2020 Dubai, which is this huge thing that they've been planning for donkey's years over here. It's like the World's Fair and that kind of thing. That where the Eiffel Tower and the Mustang and the Heinz ketchup and the microwave and the television, all these things got launched at World's Fairs. The microwave. Yeah. It? Oh, now you say it. You say, you're being funny now. You refuse to say it for months. Anyway. It's the ketchup. It's the ketchup that sticks out to me because... Can you imagine a world without ketchup now? No. What would you have on your chips? <laughs> It'd be hard, wouldn't it? <laughs> so we went down there. I'm going to be working there on and off for the next six months. Doing There's a radio studio down there. And we decided to try and do it properly. So we drove down to more, more of the Emirates, the nearest mall. Well, it's not the nearest mall. There's 16 malls, but closer than that these days. But I bet there is, yeah. There is. We drove down parked the car in more of the Emirates and caught Dubai Metro. And the last time I got on Dubai Metro was its inaugural run. Yeah. Which was what, nine, ten years ago? At it's least, a long time. Yeah. I think it's ten years ago. Maybe nine. Anyway, there was nobody on it. It was literally just starting. I didn't have anywhere to go. I just went one way and then back. Did some videos for social media. For me job, done. I've never been on it since then because I don't need to because it doesn't doesn't go anywhere I go. Well, Leo Leo did use it quite a bit. I well, think between it went from his school to the mall. Yeah, and then from he'd go down to Jebel Ali sometimes to meet his girlfriend. Yeah, but but yeah, it's a uh, and they have gold class, which because it's Dubai. Yeah, they have a women's carriage. They have gold class. So we went down. Oh, what a nightmare. We paid to get through, then the tickets wouldn't open the electronic gate, so we had kids stood on one side, us on the other, panicking. And then when we did get on a train, it was like sardines. I was surprised. Now, I don't know if it's because it was a Friday or if it was because Expo started. Who knows? But I had men's sweaty bottoms rubbing up against my bottom. Yeah. Pro my bottom was probably as sweaty, yeah. but still... It felt disgusting. And then you know that thing where people have got their arms above yeah, you. Yeah, everything's grimy. And at the minute, because of my, still my, my smell's weird, people's BO smells like... <laughs> I can't... It's, like, BO is bad by itself. Yeah. But, but what my... It's like... It's like someone's squeezing garlic juice up your nose at the minute. It's disgusting. And I think we've both got a bit of long COVID nose. I think you've had it worse than me. I can't stand that lime shower gel that you've bought us. I know, I don't like that. It smells like paint. Yeah, it's not nice. It's absolutely disgusting. Get I'm, it out sink and get I'm a gutted. new one. I'm gutted, I'm gutted. We could have had the honeycomb. I've given that one to honey. So, yeah, it was a long, 
arduous trip on the metro it took half an hour we stood up the entire time not the best start to the visit i want to say expo 2020 dubai is amazing it's yeah it's really good i it, i don't know what i was expecting it wasn't what i was expecting but it it's um it's really good and well i don't know i still don't think we know what's there because it's so big I've given out the stats before, but it means nothing to me and it'll mean nothing to you. 458 hectares. We, there's 182 countries' pavilions there, right? Right. We did about 20. I think we did less, but I yeah. think we did less, but we did about, roughly, in one zone. We were there, well, I, this is probably the highlight of my week. The best thing that happened to me all week was... I was just about to buy you a limited edition <laughs> Expo 2020 Dubai watch with a face covered in, I'm hoping, faux diamonds, not real diamonds. No, yeah, yeah, it was the, it was the, the sports, what did I say? Swarovski. Swarovski. Are they Swarovskis? Yes, you said they were Swarovski. All right, so because it's a, it's a limited edition Swatch with a huge face, and I loved it, and you tried it on, and I was literally at that point of thinking to myself, this this watch costs as much as a good electronic gadget like it's almost phone money and i'm like Ugh. you were trying to persuade me to and buy I, it because i liked it and it was just getting to the credit card stage and then i heard whoosh and i'm like it's the red arrows <laughs> because we'd only gone down to watch the red arrows so we ran outside and there they were above us the red arrows doing the loop the loops and the red white and blue smoke and everything yeah and luckily by the time the red arrows because it was boiling so the we watched the red arrows we had got the sun in his eyes we were sweating and by that point i think you'd lost the enthusiasm to get the designer watch no i think i didn't have it see you're a, you love your watches and i like i love like chronophile is that what is that what you are i don't know but that's, that's chrono is time so it could be chronophile i mean i don't i don't like doing anything sexy with watches yeah like the other file yeah, I was going to say. Like, but a bibliophile doesn't have sex with books. He just likes books a lot. Well, you don't know. Right? You so don't I'm know. A, you don't know what people do with books. I'm a chronophile anyway. I'm looking Is this up. A, are you making this up? I am looking it up as we speak. But uh, Expo. Well, yeah. No, I I think that was the only thing, is that it was still a little bit too hot. Um, but the best bit, I would say, is the... the or, or of what we saw anyway, was the... I'm not a chronophile. Oh no, what's one of them? A chronophile is a form of paraphilia in which an individual experiences sexual attraction. <laughs> Limited. <laughs> eh? What? No, 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 no. Can, can you not even That's say? nothing to do with watches. Oh my God, what have you said you are? Well, it says it's sexual attraction limited to individuals of particular age ranges. I'm, that's not oh me. Oh my God. But you are, though. You like old... old uh, I, I wish I'd not. Maggie. Maggie Smith, Maggie yeah. Smith and... Listen, I'm going to just search for someone who likes watches. Oh, my God. I can't believe Name. you said that. Horologist. I think it's horologist. Careful. Not I'm after next. what you've just... I can't believe you've just... <laughs> I'm not a chronophile. Repeat, I am not. It's horologist. And I said that without Googling it. So now I've Googled it. A bit different though, isn't it? To yeah, well, Kronos is, is the time. Yeah, but as soon as you said Chronophile, I thought, yeah, something's not right there. Um, yeah. Horologist. I'm a horologist. 
anyway, yeah, my favourite bit was the fountain. Oh, Could be... a, it looks like a cereal bowl. This is how I've heard it described. Imagine standing in a giant's cereal bowl, probably what, half a football pitch across. Yeah. And then water, mad big waterfalls comes down all sides of this bowl and you're stood in it. Yeah. And Amazing. When it first starts. Freaky. Yeah, I did jump back. I was like, ah! By this point, Betsy Pearl and her little boyfriend Jacob, who we took along, they'd been on their feet for hours, knackered, blisters on the toes and everything, right? Yeah. When that thing started up, they were having the time of their lives. They got soaking wet. They were just in heaven. I wanted to join in, but... I, I was surprised how boring you were during that bit. Yeah, I'd... Well, I've, that feeling that I've said I've, I've had, that flat feeling, I had it even there, and it was nothing yeah. to do with Expo, and the kids were enjoying it, and I loved it. I just... I can't find that thing at the minute. I just I haven't got it. Yeah. And I was really trying to not show it, but, but I... Yeah, I just... And, and that was the good, exciting bit. But yeah, yeah. It, but it... But it Next time, next time I find my pizzazz and join in. I want to recommend the Irish village down there because they are A, our friends, B, snookers in the back door because they're a big queue, but we are good friends with them. So, you know, we weren't pulling strings, but uh, big thanks to Dave and Michelle for getting us in. And uh, we had some lovely food down there, little break. It's like they've built a reproduction of the Irish village in Expo. Yeah, no, it's great. It's great. And the staff are always brilliant. We needed it. It was nice to catch up with the ones that we knew. And um, we went on Luxembourg's big slide. Which is, I am amazed you went on it. I, I, you know what? I you was, don't know the fear I had before that. I was you see sure. I went quiet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I was sure you were going to get up there and you go, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. And I was I, so close to walking off, but there was such a big queue. I would have had to walk past the entire queue with the humiliation of them knowing. And in the end, it ended up not being quite the spectacle I thought it was going to be. But when I first got on it, very brave of me, that. <laughs> well anyway, done. You didn't, you didn't scream too loud. We left and we got gold class on the Metro coming back, which yeah. is only... It was 30 dirhams to get... I thought 42 dirhams to get us all down there on the Metro, regular class. 70 dirhams to get us back yeah. in gold class. Yeah. And in gold class, it was like an aeroplane. And I sneeze. There was nobody there. <laughs> oh, no, it's gone. Is it gone? Oh. <laughs> Good Sorry. stuff. We're not even outside today. I don't know where that one's come from. We, yeah, we got gold class. We had a, there was about six people in our carriage. Everybody had a seat and it was Oh, so nice. So worth it as well. Yeah, so I will never not ride a gold class whenever I do go on the metro again. That was Friday. Saturday we went to see James Bond. Mm-hmm. What's it called? No Time to Die. And this is Daniel Craig's last outing. You totally weren't bothered about going. Oh, well, I don't like the cinema particularly and also I like a James Bond film. Like, I can watch him... You never guess, because I would watch a James no, Bond I've watched film James once a week. Well, yeah, but I mean, if it's on, I'll watch it. It's not one that um, like there's some films I just bore me. But but James Bond I can watch fine, but I haven't got that excitement about it at all. Yeah, I love Daniel Craig. He's my favourite James Bond ever, and I've loved all the films he's done. So we went to see this one. Yeah. The seats were actually quite Well, we got IMAX. Right. Uh, 
Now here's the thing. I just want to have a quick whinge about technology. I ordered the tickets online. It said you don't need tickets, it's on your phone. You know, yeah, you get the yeah. little QR code now. Yeah. All you've got to do is show this. We get to the cinema. I have to show him the QR code to get in. Now there's still Wi-Fi there. So I get on the Wi-Fi, show him the thing. By the time we get to the IMAX entrance, which is down the end of the cinema, there's no Wi-Fi. For some reason, like, you cannot get Wi-Fi in cinemas. So we walk in, and I said, I don't know what seats we're in, but it's all right, because it's only half past ten, and the film ticket says half past ten. You've got 20 minutes of trailers, at least. It was actually before half past ten. We went early. Right. So I said, I don't know what seats we're in. I'm going to have to go back outside to the Wi-Fi. So I had to go back out into the mall to put the Wi-Fi back on to see what seats I'd got. I'm effing and blinding as I walk along. People must have thought I'm a madman. Then by the time I get back, you're stood at, waiting to go to our seats. And I'm like, is this the film? There was no trailers. There was no trailers. There was one person on the popcorn yeah, stand or whatever. with a big queue. Anyway, I'm so annoyed because one of my OCD things is if that ever happens, I walk out yeah. and I go into the next showing and I cannot yeah. bear missing any part of the film, right? So that really stressed me out. I don't know how many minutes I've missed before that, right? You tried to catch me up on it, but I was stressing so much inside. And I, feel, I, don't, I don't know if I missed any pivotal thing, but I don't, I don't like missing any of it. Yeah, yeah. Right? Especially when you've paid for it. So I was a bit stressed out, but... I loved the film. I didn't think it was the best James Bond film. It didn't feel... There were parts of it that didn't feel like a James no. Bond film to me. It, I didn't think Rami Malek were very good as a baddie, but then I didn't think... And I love Christoph Waltz. I didn't think he was good as a baddie in the last one either. So I think they've struggled making the baddies relevant. I thought Javier Bardem was good, mental, when he had his blonde hair. I thought Mads Mikkelsen were good in Casino Royale. Right. Opposite Daniel Craig, he's a good baddie. He's a good goodie as well. But no spoilers. It is the first time in my life that a James Bond film has made me cry. Well, I was close to tears, and I and I'm I'm not invested in it yeah. like you are. And I'm not talking about the end. And no spoilers about no, the end no. anyway. Something happened midway through, made me cry. And I thought. If you look around and see me crying in James Bond, because I know you don't particularly want to be there, you're going to be cross. I fully expected you to be crying, because genuinely, and I think because you knew I didn't particularly want to be there, was the reason I probably didn't cry as well. (laughs) You were trying to... I'm not not watching this. I'm not emotional about this. I was trying to hard it out. So that was that. I had wanted to do an in-depth, spoiler alert, briefing about James Bond, but A... I've got to leave the house now to get Betsy Pearl and B, you said before when we were arguing that you didn't want to do it. I don't know. I think we should have. No, I don't think. Hey, we came out and I, this is how I know that your head's not in the right place because <laughs> you'd never do this in a million years. We came out and you just went, shall we go to Pizza Express? You never say anything like that, right? That's always me. And I'm like, yeah. And we went to Pizza Express and here's another recommendation for you. I don't know if this is worldwide, but in the Middle East, in Dubai... Pizza Express for vegetarians have started doing a paneer tikka pizza. Oh my god, it is one of the best pizzas I've ever had in my life. It's got the you know the mint sauce that you that yeah, green mint yeah, sauce that you get with your nice. barges. They've got that zigzag across top of it. Well, when I ordered mine, they went 
you know, it's the diet pizza. And I'm like, what do you mean? Do you remember when we ordered that last yes, time? Yes, yes, it took me back because... Remember how much we thought we'd been ripped off? Oh my gosh. They basically serve you a pizza and it looks like it's got a big pile of rocket in the middle, which you love. Yeah, I love rocket <laughs> Excuse me. You lift the rocket up, it's a hole. It's a the massive hole. The pizza is a donut. So the best bit, the middle bit of your pizza. Where all the toppings are piled up. Yeah, gone. Gone. So he went, he said, at least I got warned this time. He yeah. went, oh, it's, you know, it's the diet pizza. I went, what do you mean? Oh, there's a massive hole in the middle. And I went, uh, no. He said, I can make it like a normal pizza. I said, yeah, yeah, please. Like, who wants a pizza without the pizza middle? Donut, that's a rhetorical question. You don't have to text us about that. <laughs> I think we better leave it there because I really do have to leave because it's nearly 20 past six and I've got a big yeah. drive across town in the dark. Hey, sorry the start of this one were whingy. I, I think we've picked up towards the end, but it's just where my head's at, definitely. And I think yours is as well. I think that's probably part of the reason we've not managed to do as many podcasts but also just because we've been so busy I keep saying back it into life I keep saying through the week we should do a podcast we should do a podcast then when we sat down to do one we sat outside and it was in the sun our sweating cobs and it was just horrible and we actually told some good stories we told a story about going to bed at six o'clock and having mummy and daddy time which was a really funny story now it's <laughs> lost it's gone it's in the ether which is a shame I'm kind of pleased uh, people I, don't people don't need to know the 6 p.m. 5 p.m. 6 p.m. bedtime was the best night of the week so far, weren't it? For you. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. All that did. The mummy and daddy special time. I'm going to say daddy's daddy time. All that did was stop me from watching another program. <laughs> yeah, all right. I could have had an hey, only connect. You had you had daddy time then bake off. <laughs> yeah. When so literally two soggy bottoms. <laughs> <laughs> all right everybody thank you for listening and we will try and get another one done in the not too distant future we'll try a bit more upbeat about it yes. i can't see moods are going to change no really. but i think we do we need to try and be a bit more positive i want to say it though because a lot of the podcast over the last month i'm putting my shoes on as i talk now because i am running out of time a lot of the podcast over the last month we've been honest about emotions and I want to be honest about this one. I want people to know. But I also don't don't look at me mucky socks. I've just put them back on to go back out. I also want people to know where we're at now, you know. And I think if there's any day to do it, World Mental Health Day is it. Yeah. But also, I've been on the radio today saying, by the way, if one of your friends is looking like a bit quiet or you think there might be something wrong, just ask them. It's better to ask them. You know, it might mean nothing. They might tell you to bugger off, but you might save somebody's life. And I think... And then I with, sit here... With guys, especially. With, with, and that's a known fact, isn't it? That the yeah. suicide rate oh, yeah. in men is a lot higher. And that's... I do genuinely think that's because if you get a text saying, how are you? You're not, you're not telling them. Whereas if I get a text saying, how are you? I'm like, well, actually, I feel a bit miserable today. I, I'm honest. Well, no, no, it's not that, but... I don't mind being honest, but I actually don't want to talk yeah, to yeah. anybody. No, but that's what I mean. I think I think women are a bit more open and talk to each other a bit more about stuff like that, whereas men close up more. It would make me... nothing. There's nobody who can say anything to me that's going to make me feel any better, right? Yeah. And, and the I, fact that people will try will make me more depressed. And I don't... Yeah, I, I understand that. And I, I don't think it makes 
women feel any better, but I think it yeah. it helps to know you're not the only one, maybe. And by the way, don't think because I'm saying it like this, it sounds like I'm being flippant, you know, because I'm having as dark a thoughts as you could probably have, but this is how I handle it. I handle it myself. I'd never hurt myself because I care too much about you and I care too much about the kids and I know people have done stuff like that and I have got opinions on that sort of thing but I it's too important for me to I feel responsible for you guys mm -hmm. you know what I mean and that's one of the hardest things in my life is sometimes I just want to shut down sometimes I want to get in bed and not get out of bed for six months like people with proper depression because that's what I've got yeah but I have to maintain this family yeah you, you do in a different way but I have to carry on doing what I'm doing on a daily basis but that doesn't make it any easier and people will say well if you're proper depressed you won't even be able to get out of bed I have to get out of bed yeah right? no I, and I I went back to bed today and I, because I just I felt really down in the dumps this morning and yeah. I did not want to have to face the day and but then I got to a point where I thought right I've got mum things that I need to do otherwise yeah. the children you know can't function what is it you've got to, uh, but yeah you've just got to carry on but anyway I think there's a working classness to that you know I think working class depression is different to middle class depression maybe anyway who knows I don't want to get into well we've got into it but it's too big a subject but Listen, if you do need somebody to talk to, then do talk to somebody. And if you think not coping, then talk to somebody. Definitely. This has not been an outlet for me. I'm cheesed off that I've even brought it up. Don't, don't even think about getting on my Instagram or my Twitter or my email and messaging me about this because I don't want to hear from you. Right? I'm telling you because I want to explain why I'm in a bad mood. <laughs> but it doesn't mean I want to talk to anybody about it. No. You do talk to me about it, I'll block you. I don't say that. I'll block them. And on that note, I've got to go. I really have to go and get in car because it's uh, nearly 25 past. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll try and get another one out soon. <laughs> just to cheer you up as Your much as gosh. this one probably has. Sorry there's no James Bond especially on the end. I would have done it. Yeah. I might just do one on my own. Oh, shush. See you yeah. later then. Bye. The End Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. 
That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.